Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited, with your hosts, Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro. Welcome into a brand new edition of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. We got Morgan. We got Hi. Jaffe. We got me, unfortunately. I'm We're so all sorry here. for everyone out there listening. Um, one Raven has one more game, and his name is Tyler Huntley. And why does he have one more game, Morgan? Because he is going to the Pro Bowl. Yes, And he I cannot is. believe it. Don't hate the player. Hate the Pro Bowl. <laughs> and the alternates and just not having a roster and then figuring out what to do when guys don't play. Process by elimination with all the AFC injuries. Josh Allen Dunzo going to take care of that elbow. And oh, Tyler is- Huntley <laughs> in. Six starts this season. Two touchdowns. Three interceptions. He has the most turnovers to touchdown ratio since Vince Young in 06. And the least amount of touchdown passes for a pro bowler since the merger. Since the 70s. But hey, good for him. He's going to go to Vegas. I hope he gets paid. I mean, I know a lot of guys have this structure in their contract, especially when they're voted like, you know, not an alternate, the fourth alternate. But I hope there's a little some coin thrown his way and they got to have somebody throw the football in the flag football game. I wouldn't do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, if you're, I don't think a trip to Vegas is good enough to stress myself out and risk <laughs> hurting the shoulder that was supposedly you know, too damaged for him to play uh, in the final. No, this is, yeah. this is definitely good for – it's a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. thing for Tyler Huntley because what are the odds he's going to go back to the Pro Bowl? He's, it's true. It's a joke. It makes he, the Pro Bowl a joke. No, it, it well. What makes the Pro Bowl a joke is evidently football. Josh Allen's going golfing and playing the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Well, the way that you swing a golf club, Rocco, is totally exactly. different on the elbow but than listen, how you throw a listen, football. If it were up to me, I love golf. If if you know cards were on the table to a play in the Pro Bowl, a flag football game, which is kind of ridiculous, but it is what it is now, um, or play golf. Pebble Beach in the Pro-Am, I would definitely pick Pebble Beach. I don't blame Josh Allen one bit for doing that. And you never wish injuries, and I'm not wishing this. It's just kind of interesting that the Raiders bench Carr, and Carr's in now, and they benched him to not have him get hurt at the end of the season <laughs> so they can have trade value, and then he's going to play in a flag football game. The best part is they had to tweet about him Bubble going to Pro Bowl, too. It was so funny. I was just laughing, and they're and like, then Trevor oh, now. Now you talk, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Now you talk about Derek Carr. Like Mac Jones last year wasn't supposed to make it, and he gets into the game and is arguably the only reason to have watched that game. It was hilarious seeing him out there in the highlights they showed afterwards because I don't know anyone who actually watched the whole thing other than folks who had some gambling interest on whatever prop bets there are. I didn't even think about that. What are the bets going to be like for this with, I guess – you can still how do many, it, but a flag many, football game, I don't know how yeah. confident I'd feel about that. How many flags you pull? Would that right? count as Yeah, tackles, is that tackles? Yeah, over under like one and a half flags pulled. That's so, so funny. Maybe? I don't know. I'm going to have to I have no clue. I'm going to have to so Google was, but, that. Be honest with me, guys. Yeah. Morgan and Jaffe, like, do you guys actually watch the Pro Bowl? Have you had interest in the Pro Bowl for years? Because I, for one, haven't. I haven't watched it in many, many years. I, I'll tune in every now and then to kind of 
see what the highlights are, and maybe for like the first little bit. But it's not an all-star game that I watch and that I, you know, devote time to because I really don't care that much about it. Personally, no. Professionally, I've watched them the last 11 years, and this will be the 12th because the Ravens always have yes, players yeah. in it. And okay, we're on yeah, on Sunday, fair. and we have a 30-minute show. So I'll be rooting for Tyler Huntley to throw yeah. all kinds of touchdowns to Mark Andrews, who will be out there. Marlon Humphrey will be there. Roquan Smith. Devin DuVernay would have been, but he's got the foot injury. So the Ravens will have some presence that will have me watching and have me covering it. Um, but if I was sitting at home... Sunday, I'd probably be watching like Netflix oh, or like, Apple TV yeah. Plus, something. For me, I, I was, yeah, I was in Alabama for the last right, six years. Yeah. So I didn't have like an interest in watching this game or caring about who played in it. But now I guess I have to. You're going to be watching <laughs> your first Pro Bowl in over a decade yeah. this Sunday. Congratulations. <laughs> I feel like the only thing I've watched of the Pro Bowl are those skills competitions that air on rerun over and over. And I realized I had fallen asleep. <laughs> Watching the NFL Network, yeah, and you're like you know, in the middle, of the, in yeah. the middle of the off season. So. I think I will wonder if things are live because it's in Vegas and like the time change and everything. They do make it a whole big weekend, but like you said, the skills thing—it's still happening. But I don't know how they're going to fill all this time. I don't know, flag football. I don't know. It's just kind of like just make it a thing that you get voted to, and these guys get a bonus, but we don't have yeah. to watch a game. But like you kind of touched on it, it is good off season content for us. We get to. Eh. See the ra- it's I mean it's it is content because what go. else is really happening right now? We're gonna talk about the offensive coordinator and see who they're going with there. We'll get into that in a, we're gonna get into that next. Uh, Lamar, what's going on with him? But things seem at a standstill right now. So it's for this. It's I could sound like a crotchety old man right now. I'm about to be thirty, so I guess I guess I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a shot at you head. guys. This I don't time. know why I you're pointing to me, like, Jeffy. I am not in my thirties. No, <laughs> how dare you? Old, so I'm, I'm just I'm looking around the room trying to find someone as old as I me. am in my thirties. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but it's they need to do more with this game where guys like Josh Allen they. they they can't opt out. Like it's it's either like to go and play golf is one thing, but to say, all right, you're quote unquote like, I don't know. I don't know. What it's I just ca- like the fans that actually spend money and go to it. That's, I don't understand that. Good for you if that's like what you like to do and you have yeah. a good time. But I just don't. I don't get any up. I don't get any appeal. What, I mean, it. would you accept a ticket if, if it was a casino comp and you happen to be visiting Vegas? I would have to like be there or be close and it be comped for me to go there. Like yeah. I wouldn't buy my own flight. I wouldn't take vacation days for it. Like you'd have to be covering it yeah. like, as a media member. Yeah, like that's or I just somehow lived out there and tickets fell into my lap. They're like, hey, you want to check this out? And like some of my favorite players are there. Maybe, maybe (laughs) the concierge at the hotel says we've got (laughs) tickets to a great Cirque du Soleil performance (laughs) or the Pro Bowl. What are you taking? I honestly would go to the Pro Bowl. I'm not a big Cirque du Soleil person. I know. Hot topic. (laughs) I'm going to step in it. These people are going to come after me on Twitter. But yeah, I would. Enough on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the Ravens. Exactly. They've got an offensive coordinator search. They did say they would cast a wide net. And ooh, there's been some names. Very wide net from guys working their way up of past game coordinators, current quarterback coaches, to some former offensive coordinators, to a current offensive coordinator, potentially in Kansas City with Eric Bieniemy. I don't buy that one. I think that's a lateral move. Yes, you might get more keys to the offense than what Andy Reid can give up, but I just think that those names are kind of all floating out there, and I think the way that the Ravens are going right now is they truly are casting a wide net. Should be wrapped up soon, but John Harbaugh is going to take his time. When do we think it's going to be done by? Because Within it's... two weeks. I mean, from now. So a whole month search, potentially, but it could be days. I don't mind that. Yeah, it just needs one domino to fall after the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
and everything's going to fall into place yeah. with that. And no Eagles coaches, no names have come from there, but with their offensive coordinator most likely going to leave to become a head coach. So some of those pass game coordinators, those quarterback coaches could get promoted from within to stay in Philadelphia, or maybe the Ravens can get them, but they're not granting interview access right now because they still have a game to play. If, if they could get the enemy, that would be a home run higher. And like you said, it's it would be a lateral move for him. Maybe he'd get the keys to the car. Maybe he'd be able to you know, do a lot more with this team than he's able to do with the Chiefs. But I love his creativity. I love what he's able to do in the red zone. Um, the Chiefs have been phenomenal. Just I, I know you have arguably one of the greatest tight, not, not even arguably, he's one of the greatest tight ends of all time in Travis Kelsey and then Patrick Mahomes as well. Um, but the Ravens have some some weapons too on the offense and they could get really creative if they bring him in somehow, some way. I just don't get why you take a lateral move to an offense that has less talent surrounding the quarterback. Huge question marks surrounding the quarterback. And, yeah. I mean, if, if I'm the enemy and I take the same role somewhere else, I go somewhere where the head coach is already in the hot seat because we all know he's wanted to be a head coach. And, you know, he can sort of <laughs> help push that <laughs> his boss out of the way. That is something to look at. Is it an yeah. up-and-comer who's this young, fresh offensive mind that's going to be creative, the kind of McVay tree that they're going to shake out, you know, things like that. Everyone's obsessed with those kind of hires right now, which they're working. Is it someone like that? Then I think that that's totally John Harbaugh's decision, and that's his control. Is it someone older that does have head coaching experience, someone that is older and wants head coaching experience? Then you start to worry if things go awry in the middle of the season. Is that kind of his interim? So those are some of the decisions, like who has total control of making this decision. I just don't think it's one person with the Ravens. So I think that while Harbaugh and staff will cast a wide net, like I said, they have, I think there's a lot of other things that come into play with this. And the biggest, guys, we hit it last week, but we're going to hit it again. You just don't know what's happening with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and if I'm a coordinator, I want to know who my quarterback is. I also want to know how much money I have to go get receivers because the Ravens have none. Yeah. You want to be able to do more with what the Ravens have. And at this point in time with Lamar not signed or franchise tagged, and you don't know if the Ravens do franchise tag Lamar, we don't know what he's going to do. He might he might hold out for all we know. You, you really have no clue what this guy's going to do or what he's, what he's going to be about. Um, you know, John Harbaugh and Eric DaCosta say he's all about football. He loves the game. He wants to win more than anything. But when you get franchise tagged, it gets real, and it's gotten real for some quarterbacks in the past. Uh, a name we, we didn't really bring up offensive coordinator-wise is uh, Byron Leftwich. Coincidence <laughs> or not, being from the DMV area, that he was at the Maryland basketball yeah, game last night. What, what do you think about that, Well, Morgan? the commanders have an opening, and he's been rumored for that one, too. So it could be... A Washington could, Commanders thing? Could it be a tug of war? Could it be a Baltimore Ravens thing? Could, could it be a tug of war? I was could surprised it, that he got fired from Could it from be a Tampa Maryland Bay. Terrapins thing? It could be. It could be a Michael Loxley thing. Could honestly be. They've got an DC opening also. native friends, besties. I don't know. I'm just yeah, making maybe that part Maybe it's a good... everyone, by the way. He, yeah. he lives it off. You got to do that, recruiting. Francis Tiafo. Yeah. He's got recruits in with them courtside. Hey, recruit, you're going to see these guys come in and out of our program. You're going to get to meet these guys. That stuff matters. It's cool. Just turn out NFL prospects. They got seven guys going to the combine, but yeah. don't want to get derailed. Yeah. But, I mean, we got three major OC openings, and one of the prime targets supposedly is hanging out in the area. That's why I retweet it with those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian Rappaport was on the Pat, Mac Pat McAfee show, I believe it was yesterday, and he brought up the point that he believes that the Ravens will franchise tag Lamar. And 
I mean, that's everyone's yeah. belief if they don't get a long-term deal done. It wasn't a report. It wasn't, this is what they're going to do. It's definitely going to happen. Um, but he believes that the Ravens are going to franchise Tag Lamar. And obviously, right now, at this point in time, with it seems like time's running out, the clock's ticking, uh, that they're probably going to. Yeah, that window opens February 21st, and it closes by the 7th as far as to tag someone and designate which tag you're going to use. They're, of course, going to use an exclusive for a talent like that, and that could cost $45 million. We'll see when all the numbers shake out. But that, unless a long-term deal can happen in about, what, three weeks' time, 20 days, that's just when the window opens. You have until March 7th. But unless that's going to happen, and it hasn't happened in two years, on again, off again, I don't see it happening. So they're not going to let him just walk. They're not going to go into the open market and just settle for compensatory picks. So they're going to tag him. They're going to still try to make this work. They're going to try to make it work. Can we have him play just one year under the tag? Is that cheaper than what he's asking per year? Can we still make this work with our salary cap? Worst case, I mean, the tag and trade thing, I don't think we're hearing that for no reason. I think that's true. I think let's see what his value is. Let's see what teams will give up. Let's see how we value him. Let's see what how he values us, and let's see what happens. But the tag is a no-brainer because if you don't get this done before March 7th, you're not going to just let him walk in free agency. So they're going to have to put that back pocket, we have your rights for at least one more season, out to play. And then they can go all the way until mid july to work out a long-term deal and then lamar doesn't have to sign or show up for even parts of those times which would be devastating if you have a new offensive coordinator and lamar jackson's not there for the start of training camp i am not an elite athlete but i wouldn't turn down 45 million dollars nope for one year the question is as Rocco was saying how how devoted are you to winning because when you're taking up 45 million dollars you've got zero million dollars to throw to and they don't have that $45 million right now. Not that yeah. they won't get creative and cut guys and restructure some things. That can all happen. But they don't have that right now. And then if you do create that, you've got the top, top, top tier of your money going to one player. A very important player, but it and can it, handcuff you. It should. I mean, the, the most money of the cap should be going to him. Mm-hmm. But that much is, what, that's a fifth of the yeah. salary cap almost? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to give to one person, no matter how good they are. But it's, I mean, if, if you're going to make it happen, you got to make it happen with Lamar. He is, he's a generational talent, what he's been able to do. Um, but he needs weapons offensively to win with this team. You could pay the guy, you know, $45 million on a franchise tag or give him the money he wants guaranteed. But if he doesn't have the weapons to make it happen, he's not going to be able to win a Super Bowl just by himself. It's not going to happen. You're not... You're not winning a Super Bowl with with me, you, and Jaffe out there. Like, I, you know, actually, Morgan, what? you're, you're, you're the like, best athlete. For yourself, yeah, you're the best man. athlete out of all of us. Like, uh, <laughs> I could do but, the flag football game. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a pro bowler right There you now. go. But it's it's just how it is right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At what point, if you're Eric DaCosta and you're John Harbaugh and even Steve Bashotti, do you start to sweat a little bit, uh, even if you franchise tag Lamar, that you start to come to the realization that maybe things are just not going to work out long term between the two sides? Well, they are negotiations, so both sides are going to have to give. But 
it doesn't seem like Lamar's giving a whole lot. And it does seem like, yes, he was injured. And yes, the Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed thing looked dumb on the Browns part for so many reasons. But his performance, number one right now. And number two, people aren't handling handing out those deals right now. But now Lamar can sit back and look at Joe Burrow's extension, Justin Herbert's extension. What are the Eagles going to do with Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got some time to like really kind of look around and see, especially Burrow and Herbert, of what these guys are doing. Because Burrow, Burrow's better. Burrow's won more. Burrow's done more. So I wouldn't quite look at his numbers for Lamar Jackson. Not that Lamar Jackson's not a more explosive, dynamic player. I'm not saying that. But just what have you done, that's how you get paid. But he can look at Herbert. He's oh, done yeah. more than Herbert. Absolutely. So thousand percent has done more than Herbert. He's kind of got it. Like waiting for him isn't bad. Worst case, he gets forty five million ish, whatever it's going to be set at. That's the worst case for Lamar, and that's you know even if he gets a five year deal, kind of fully guaranteed of the kind of money that he wants with a signing bonus and everything like that. Like that could have been like what the year would have been anyway, but some of it would have been finagled into a signing bonus, you know, incentive type thing with Uncle Steve coming in and making it more salary <laughs> cap friendly. Well, you know, gambling on yourself has paid off for. A lot of superstars recently and across the sporting spectrum when you look at you know, baseball in particular it worked out for Roquan Smith he wanted his long-term deal with the Bears they weren't willing to work with him it was kind of a similar standoff with the Ravens and now he's got what he wanted out of it and you know, he took a huge risk at his position in particular and it worked out well. You know, Lamar Jackson did the same thing. He got hurt, and it throws this whole other wrench into his own negotiation right now. You know, who knows if it'll pay off? It almost proves that he is worth the money given their performance, but it also shows, do you want to commit that kind of money and years to someone who has been hurt the past two years? We'll have to wait and see. They have weeks, four weeks, five weeks, how many Six now? weeks for the deadline at March seventh, yeah. mm-hmm. but they can start doing it as soon as February twenty first, yep. as far as say so, they're going to tag him. That window's coming up very, very soon. Um, we have two teams going to the Super Bowl that are not the Ravens. You got the Kansas City Chiefs on one side, you got the Philadelphia Eagles on one side, and uh, the pettiness on both <laughs> sides. Both teams going into the Super Bowl is just—it's kind of next level. Kind of <laughs> here for it. Makes me want to like sit on my couch, eat popcorn, and just. Wait and see what's going to happen. Um, especially you look at the Chiefs beating <laughs> beating the Bengals. Um, they don't – listen, it's it's no longer Burrowhead. And Travis Kelsey's calling out the Cincinnati mayor. It's, uh, it's pretty wild times in the NFL right now. It's like everyone says with the NBA, it's like this league. It's like the NFL right now. It's this league. Like <laughs> this league is going off, and I'm here for it. I'm here for the trash talk. I like it. Yeah. I like it after – wasn't a fan of Cincinnati going into that. But that's a lot, a lot, a lot of talk for losing the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Granted, you went, and that's great. But the whole narrative of we'll be back, we'll be back, it just does not happen in the NFL. The Chiefs, yes, they are, we'll be back, we'll be back, we'll be back in the AFC Championship. But even just to the Super Bowl, we'll be back, we'll be back, we'll be back. It just doesn't happen. The salary cap makes sure of that. And the Ravens, <laughs> we've seen the Ravens win the Super Bowl. We've seen them, them not be in the postseason the following year. I mean, that's just how the league is. So I'm here for the talk after the fact. Go win that game, Cincinnati. Hey, offense that had all the talk. You had the ball with 220 left. What'd you do? You punted it. 
a real bad punt too where they returned it. Yeah, everyone wants to complain about the officiating in that game and was it, it great? Was- it not wasn't, wasn't great. Great no, in either in either championship yes. game, NFC and AFC, the officiating was definitely not great at all. But to say the game was decided because of this call or that call is ridiculous. Like you said, they had the ball, um, you know, down the stretch, and they could have punched it in. They could have capitalized, and they just failed to do so. And then that penalty, Gotta Joseph Osai, yeah. yeah, that I mean, that was that was a blatant late hit. Yeah, he's and a two feet out for of the bounds. people saying like, oh, you don't call that in that situation. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> Not he, had, calling he took two it. steps, and yeah. then he got pushed in the back by a, you know, a dude that's two times his size. So and like, he already has one and a half ankles exactly. and runs for the first down. It's just yeah. like, again, all the talk. Where Where's the big play? Yeah. I put that game more on the offense, though, for sure. It always felt it felt like they were just playing catch-up the whole time in Cincinnati, like that Kansas City had it in hand, even though it was so tight. And then you think, oh, my God, the Bengals had the ball with 220 left. They're going to score a touchdown, drain the clock. This is over. They're actually going to go to the Super Bowl again. No. Yeah, I just wonder between the two Super Bowl teams, which city is going to claim Jabroni more? I mean, it's always Sonny brought it back. I When Kelsey said that, I'm like, did he get that from his brother? Right. Who plays, obviously, for the Eagles. We know this first brother is going to play each other in the Super Bowl, which is interesting. We've seen it in coaches, but not players. But isn't that a Philadelphia term? Because I only know it from my always sunny in Philadelphia. I should ask my yeah. husband. He's I, from there. I've probably said that word over a thousand times just growing up in PA, like, and then going to school in Philadelphia. Can you like, give I, me the definition? It's just like... Is it like idiot? Yeah. It's okay. Like, yeah. You dumb dumb. You're a jabroni. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Don't be a you're jabroni. A, you're a moron. Yeah, you're a yeah. moron. Like, it's basically like, yeah, you're yeah. an idiot or you're a moron. But it's, I guess, not a nicer way of saying it. It's just a more creative way of saying it. So, <laughs> the Italian the, way. The, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. No, but I use it a lot. And to hear Travis Kelsey say that to, to a mayor of a city on national TV, I was <laughs> dying. Well, lane. he did call Patrick Mahomes his. You said take a Joe Burrow's daddy. <laughs> Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' daddy, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He definitely yeah. said that. But what I love Again, about before it, the game. Yeah, what I love about it, like, I saw a lot of people on Twitter from Cincinnati just, like, they're ripping their mayor to shreds. Like, they're so mad at him for saying that. But, like, when Travis Kelsey said it, he quote quoted the tweet, and he said, I deserve that. And, like, to be able to, like, you know, own up to it and yeah. be like, all right, like, that's that's the good and fun. But people, right. some people take it too far, and they're like, oh, this guy's an idiot, this and that. It's like, no, like, it's trash talk, and that's how it is. And then after the game's over, it's done. It's like, does it suck that your team didn't go to the Super Bowl as the mayor? Of course. But, like, it is what it is. So... At least they didn't do some bet of like, oh, we're going to give you Skyline Chili and you give us barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Those are like the, oh, haha, send us crab cakes. That's, that's what they always say here. That's what everyone thought the Empire State Building was doing. Lighten up the, uh, that, what lighten it, it up green. That did that, blew up I have New shame. York. But they did do it for, because you and I had the they discussion. They should have lit it up red. They did. They did afterwards. after. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's the only thing they should have done to root against the Eagles because oh, yeah. you're in New York. Yeah. Did you see the Department of Sanitation tweet in New York? <laughs> it's their colors. And like, well, just say that it's for us because we'll take out the garbage next year in the <laughs> Eagles. The best was like someone <laughs> someone said it's like it's for the it was for the Jets color. They were anticipating that the Jets were going to make the playoffs. So oh, they never God. got to use it this year. Oh, so it was like Nick Mangold. <laughs> wow, wow. Nick Mangold tweeted like you're dead to me oh, yeah. <laughs> to That's the empire state yeah to the building. empire state building <laughs> yeah, yeah so. some like 22 year old intern was like wow wow oh poor guy who had to tweet that <laughs> who, what's your prediction i'm going eagles like by at least 10 i think the eagles are yeah i i would i want to say it's going to be a closer game maybe like eagles 24 i want to go 
Chiefs 21, they went on a field goal. Because of a penalty of getting pushed out of the bounds yeah. and getting closer. That's exactly what's okay. going to happen. Okay, okay, okay. Hurts, still hurts. I'm going to take the Chiefs just because you both got the Eagles, just to make this more of an interesting debate. I just didn't when think we they did anything against Cincinnati to be like, oh man, they're the Chiefs, they're so dominant. They're just that was more just Cincinnati couldn't run the ball and then they couldn't you know, until uh, they just needed. feel like the team that always finds a way. Well, they have been there with a core of that roster and that coach and Andy Reid going against his for, for me. Team. The Eagles, the, Brothers, the Eagles just haven't lines, played awesome. anyone. Well, you like, look at their playoff run, and it's just like, oh, the Cowboys. I hate that. Uh, I hate that. They did, but they didn't lay an egg with Listen, anyone. I hate that narrative. They ran through and I everybody. See it all the time. Who have they played? Wait, we we did that with the Ravens, dude. It doesn't meet their every, schedule. Everybody was said. Awful. Everybody said that like the Giants were the hottest team going into the playoffs. Yeah, the they NFC. said that, but we all know the Giants okay. stink. So like they blew out the Giants. <laughs> they blew out the Giants. I get like they hurt Brock Purdy early on, and like. They had to, you know. Yeah, they that game was one of the worst the playoff Niners games ever. Without, yeah, yeah, that they beat was the too bad. Without a quarterback, yeah. but like, what do you want the Eagles to do? Like, you know, roll over and let let the team like scratch I, their belly. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if I have to pick between two teams, I would like to think that the Chiefs have had a much more difficult schedule throughout the season and postseason. Jaffe, I'll say this: Look at the Eagles roster right now. Yeah, they are far and above better than any team in football with that roster that they have. They have. Potentially the MVP of the league this year in Jalen Hurts. Um, they have Hassan Reddick is playing at an unbelievable level defensively. Like he should have been in the conversation for defensive player of the year, and he's going to show next year why he is. Shout out to Temple University. I was by about the way. to say, where's this love <laughs> right? coming yeah, from? Right. There it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, and I'm just saying they also lost to the Commanders. I mean, you don't want you a perfect season. That that no, was a good loss. Though. It was like a, get it early, get it out of the way. I'm a big but that was weirdo with a with healthy that roster. Like when mm-hmm. Philadelphia gets hot in the postseason, it's hard to sure. beat them. Well, yeah, with any team that makes it to the Super Bowl, it's hard to beat them. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying I think the Chiefs have a more battle-tested roster, the experience, and a fairly equal level of talent across the board. It all depends on who Patrick Mahomes is going to throw to in the Super Bowl. I just think it's Eagles defense is better than the Their Chiefs defense. defense. Yeah. But I will I'm with you, Jeffy. I, yeah. I think the top tier of the AFC is better than the top tier of the NFC. I would agree 100% yeah. healthy. Eagles yeah. should be there. The, I do think they're the, one of the top two teams, yeah. but you could have flipped a coin with me between the Bengals and Chiefs. For, yeah. The Eagles are by far the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a doubt about that. They earned their way to the Super Bowl. I just don't think they've been smacked in the mouth and had to react to it yet in a long time with, with this healthy roster. So, yeah, that that's why I think the Chiefs have the edge. It's that sort of Mike Tyson rule. You know, everyone has a plan until you're punched in the face. Well, and then I just – there is going to be one play in the game. Yeah for the Chiefs on offense that's going to be completely wild and insane. <laughs> and you know it's going to be one that Andy Reid has held on for a decade. He has not shown anyone. They have not shown it in a game. They've been running it in practice. He's just waiting for the perfect opportunity to stick it to Philadelphia. Just bring it out. This is the revenge game for Andy Reid. <laughs> no one's talking about that, but I think it kind of. I think there's some truth to that. Four you NFC do? championships wasn't enough. I know. In a row. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, he only ran into arguably the greatest player of all time. Well, he's yeah. either going to pull that play out and look like a genius or a jabroni. No in between. Oh, bringing it back. But On yeah. that note. Speaking of who Andy Reid uh, ran into in that Super Bowl where the Eagles lost to the Patriots, Tom Brady's hanging it up for good, or so he says. For good was the quote, yep. Yeah. This time, for good. For good. Yeah. 
I mean, good. 45, 23 years, greatest of all time. Y- you're good. I just feel like he's going to see someone not as good as him still get a job and think, I could do that better. Well, I think it's so is, hard. I, don't think it's very, yeah. I mean, you don't get to where he is and as good as he is, especially with maybe the athleticism not being as the top tier as some of the other guys. But, I mean, you don't get to be him without being obsessed and it being every part of your body, mind and soul, all the time, and then just turn it off quickly. It's going to be difficult. I would have loved to see the 49ers storyline play out. Just one more. Oh yeah, out in San Francisco. But, but now, now his one more year is going to be in the broadcast booth, getting a three hundred twenty million dollar <laughs> deal. Even does I, now to me, I don't know why you would ever want to retire and go into that. Granted, you're Tom Brady. It doesn't matter if you do no research. Everything that comes out of your mouth, everyone's going to believe it and thinks it's you know just the greatest thing ever, and always accurate and always right. Tired of Tony Romo. I'm ready for <laughs> oh. Tom Brady. But He's the just schedule's declined. not the schedule is not what he's used to. I just think it does it go the route of Jason Witten. Remember that god awful year. Well, aren't they ESPN? giving Greg Olson the boot? Isn't that what's happening? <laughs> he gets the number two game. Who then? What? Ha- who was the number two game play by play? I don't even remember. Oh gosh. Yeah, we'll have to figure that. I don't know. Sorry, shouldn't ask the question. Not know the it, answer. Was it Moose or is he on uh, yeah, Daryl Johnson? Or is, he on, uh, is it Daryl Johnson? It might be. Or was, is he on a different network? He no, he's on Fox. No, he's yeah. Fox. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. I think be. he was a two. Yeah. yeah. Well, whoa, whoa. All right. Well, we will see what happens with the Pro Bowl and uh, any more off-season storylines. We will definitely be talking about them in the coming weeks. Um, talking more Ravens, Lamar Jackson, and everything that comes with that uh, coming up on our next episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. For Morgan Adsit, Michael Jaffe, I'm Rocco DeSangro. See you next time. You've been listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited. Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com.